right. Hey. Hey. What up? What's going on? Nothing much, man. This is your host, Chimp, and... Just Marcus. Just Marcus. Just Marcus today. Just Marcus today. Nobody else? No, no one else. Just Marcus. Not feeling like, you know... No last name either. No middle name. None of that bullshit. Just Marcus. Oh. Or should that be my name? Just Marcus. What's your middle name? (laughs) How about the podcaster formerly known as Marcus? (laughs) Yeah. Podcaster formerly known as Marcus. I like Just Marcus. Yeah, Marcus is I. I'm sorry calling you Just, actually. Just. Just. I hate it when people called me Mark for a while, <laughs> but now I'm like, I don't really care. Marky Mark. I don't know why I gave a shit when I was like a kid. I used to like literally correct people, be like, no, it's Marcus, not Mark, Marcus. But I don't know. You were that kind of person? Yeah, I was when I was a kid. Cause I don't know. I just liked when people pronounce my name fully. Yeah. I was, you know, I'm rolling. Almost said my name. <laughs> you almost gave him away. Look for him. <laughs> look him up. Us. Look him up. Ah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, there's no privacy on the internet, so whatever. No, anyway. it's already known. But that was something I didn't care about too much when I was young. I was just like, eh, whatever. Call me whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. All right. So what are we talking about today, though? We're talking about old boy. Old boy. Yeah. <laughs> So the, I love that movie. Yes, that was a really good movie. I, I remember when it came out, I was in high school, and it was a really crazy movie. It was like, oh, my God, what? Wow. I didn't see that until I was, like, at least in my 20s. Was I 20 in high school? Like, no. mid-20s. No, I, um, my girlfriend at the time was really into, like, you know, we were both into, like, anime and everything, all Japanese culture, but she was yeah. also really into, like, K-pop and stuff like that. Yeah, the Korean stuff. Yeah, so it was like, you got to watch this movie. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I think Old Boy, in terms of like film history, like kind of like was the expansion point for like the new Korean wave of awesome fucking films. Like it's almost like a second, another Hollywood. Yeah, no, yeah, there's a huge, um, huge wave of good movies, um, good film rather, good music yeah. coming out of Korea, South Korea. Yeah, South Korea specifically. North Korea, yeah. we haven't heard much from them. Well, they do have a lot of propaganda films. So. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. They're bolstering their stuff. Remember the one they released like a while ago? It had like Call of Duty cutscenes in it. It literally had like Call of Duty. Yes, like, yes, actually. Yes, uh, I do. Fucking Modern Warfare, like <laughs> four or some shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pretty desperate. <laughs> but um, so recently, um, because... At that time, and I still do read a lot of manga, but I was like, when I found out that it was originally a manga, years later after seeing the movie, I was like, I gotta read this manga. And it's not actually, it's pretty short. It it came out in 1997, um, about eight volumes. I recommend anyone to read it. It's only 79 chapters. Yeah, I seen, well, compared to the movie, like, it gets way more in depth into other things. It's very, it's. It's definitely very different. It's still the same kind of story where some guy is locked. For people who haven't seen the movie, I definitely recommend watching the the movie. Yes. Or reading the manga. But it's a guy has been locked up for 10 years in a room, basically solitary confinement. Just someone brings him food. Someone cuts his hair every once in a while. But he's just stuck in this room with a TV and a bed, obviously. Obviously. And um, he gets out finally. And I can't remember in the movie that he that he escaped, right? Or no, did he, or no. they actually let him out? No, it's the exact like if I remember the manga and the movie, 
they like line up at the beginning and right at the part when they like when the briefcase opens and they both go free. Okay, and okay. That's, that's where they splintered off in different like ideas. Like so, so he, he so, so he was released. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was released regularly. He didn't escape. Oh hell no, he didn't yeah. get out of that shit. So then, the, the, basically, in in both cases, the the entire thing is the unraveling of the person trying to figure out why they were locked up for 10 years and who locked them up. Yeah. And in both cases, they go kind of crazy. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I haven't seen the manga, but I would imagine the film probably takes it a little bit more extreme. Yeah. I definitely got that more, especially the ending. That was yeah. very crazy. That, that's my favorite thing about that movie. That yes. ending is so, <laughs> it's so yes. perfect. It's yes. just everything with the narrative, with the story and everything. And when I first saw it, I was literally holding my breath. Like, who did this? What is going on? You know? And I was, yeah. and there were parts in that movie and I don't get this in a lot of movie where I literally like, am like loss of breath or like holding in my breath or something. Cause like, I'm just so anxious. I'm yeah. just so like, dude, who did it? I definitely remember feeling like that. You're like, oh my God, this movie is so fucked Ah, yeah, what the fuck? Man. God. So the manga is a little bit more, um, it becomes a little bit more like a psychological thriller, but in the um, detective sense. Yeah. So there's like, only, a, there's like some of that in the movie. And it's only like really kind of short, obvious things. Like, oh, I like the whole Goza thing where he's like investigating each Goza shop to find the right taste to find out where he was being held because they were, they always brought him the same food and then that's the how Chinese food. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was that in the movie too? That was in the movie. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. I haven't seen that movie in a long yeah, time. Yeah. That's why I'm here, man. Oh my God. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Because he basically a receipt was found in his ramen, his noodles. And then he, he sees the Chinese characters, um, say Ryu which means blue dragon or, or, or golden dragon. So it's like, it has to be a Chinese restaurant with the words say Ryu in the name. So he finds 12 of them in the area and he goes to every single one tasting every single food. Like I'm going to remember the taste of their freaking dumplings, their gyoza, because yeah. I ate it for 10 years. That's all I ate. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally, it's the same thing in the film. But, but like, I, I don't remember him getting buff in the film though. Well, yeah, the thing is, I thought it happened in the manga too. Don't they like do like don't they start working out intensely or yeah, something? Yeah, he was buff. Like that's all he did was work out, work out, work out yeah. and watch TV. Yeah, that's my my favorite thing about the the movie. I don't know if it's the same in the manga, but there's a section where um the main character Park Su the main character um he has like this monologue about like the TV being god essentially. <laughs> And it's a weird parallel, you know, to like what we're seeing it. We're seeing it through a film, right? We're looking it through like phones and stuff or whatever. So it's like this weird, like it comes back to you, uh, to the audience. Oh, Desu. Oh, Desu. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Desu. Yeah. So yeah, in the film, he has a Korean name. In, in the manga, which was um, from Japan, he has a Japanese name. Um, Shinichi Goto. Nichi Goto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just Goto. Way yeah. crazy. Yeah. Do the you know characters and stuff. I really like the beginning of Old Boy. Like I don't know how it is in the manga, but the beginning is you see him getting arrested for like drunkenly dispute or something, and he's like, 
making a ruckus when he's by himself, but when he's like with other people waiting to be like, you know, processed, he's like silent and stuff because he's afraid to make a like a whole scene, afraid he's going to get jumped by these two bigger guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I remember that. And he yeah. has like angel wings or something. Like he has like a costume on, he's trying to like flap. Like flapping like the freaking like you know crazy dude. Oh my god! Yeah, I really like that beginning. Like now in the manga, it's, it's it starts with him just like already in the box, already in the box, and then getting out. Okay, then, yeah. But what I really love this is actually um, my second time reading the manga. I, I recently um, actually because I I usually I, I usually read scanlations and yeah. I'm like you know just to, like it's free and you get through it. And I started reading the scanlations and I'm like. Ah, there's so much art here and like it's just like these little like like low res like scans like it, it's readable it's not bad but it's like i feel like there's so much more here so i i, I actually found um dark horse dark horse is the one who yeah distributes the manga i ended up paying i i ended up buying all the because only like eight volumes so i said whatever i spent like 50 bucks on it totally worth it yeah high, i've seen the scans high quality They're scans really high quality Oh, and, and, and they translate all of the, um, what's it called? Uh, which is really big in, in manga, the, um, the, 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 the onomatopoeia, the, all the sounds. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's, just, it's totally worth it. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I just hope they never go out of business because if they do, then, I mean, it's digital Yeah, assets. isn't it like you're <laughs> like technically just, they're just leasing you it or something? I mean, they're just lending you the copyright or whatever. It's always on the cloud. Yeah, and but I could download it to. I'm I'm using an iPad. I, I could download it to, to my iPad. So I, I actually okay. asked the guy. I'm like, because I, I I was talking with um with customer service. I'm like, so what happens if you know Dark Horse goes out of business? Is this still mine or is it gone forever? Like, well, if it's on your iPad, then it's yours. But <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, you would have to have this. You would have the save forms on it, but like the cloud would be probably wiped. So if you ever deleted it on your iPad, gone forever. You which, spent that 60 bucks and it's like, pff, gone. Which might be an interesting thing for like digital assets. If like, let's say you purchase like a digital item and like you could only access it with your key and your key is only available on a limited number of devices. Yeah. That, that'd be interesting because I, I understand they don't want to give you the files because then you share and then they make no money. Whatever. Yeah, it yeah, to yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah. But if you could limit it down to just like a couple of keys you know like this this non-reproducible key and then only you can see it i mean that would be interesting i think in that term it would be cool if maybe electronics like electronic services like that or something would come with like a family key or some type like a friend key or something that you could give it to one other person and it like bypasses the unlock stuff and just goes directly to like what you want to share with them yeah but then again, that's like Google Cloud. And like to argue, you could just do that already with cloud, you know, with a bunch of other cloud services, just upload it on one cloud and then download it from another cloud, right? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting as we figure out. But we're forgetting something really important I wanted to talk about, about old boy. Yes, yeah, sorry, let's boy. go back to old boy. <laughs> womp, 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 old boy. But I want to talk about the first fight scenes. Okay. In um, I wonder in the manga, how do the fight scenes play out? Like, what's the first time he gets in a fight? Is there like a point where he fights people? Maybe a br big brawl style, or not really? Yeah, um, they're not really big brawl style because uh, eventually, um, through uh, through the whole um, he finally finds a restaurant that has the food, 
and then he 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 follows some guy back to that um building. Yeah. It's it's um buildings uh, it's room no floor seven point five it's literally a, a secret floor in between um the seventh floor and the eighth floor, and then that's where he gets into a brawl he fights people but it's not really like. It's kind of understood that he's a badass he, he he'll kick your ass but he's not really a he's more of a pacifist it's interesting yeah okay you see in the film like for one thing this movie old boy has a very famous and i'm pretty sure you remember like the big one cut in an alleyway fight scene yeah and let me tell you that is mm, chef kiff kiss perfection of a fight scene that is everything because the thing about fight scenes in some movies especially after a movie like jason bourne came out the popular thing was to like shake the camera intensely and do like zoom in shaky shots quick shots they were like Two seconds, three seconds, right? Yeah. Now, if you look at, like, a person who knows how to fight very quickly, look at, like, uh, Jackie Chan. Like, you look at how he directs his movie. He's usually yeah. showing all the body. He's showing everything. He wants the audience to see the whole body and all the movements that go around with it. Don't zoom in, but zoom out, you know, and do wide stuff so you can see everything, right? Kind of makes sense. And... Usually there's tiny movements. There's not a lot of shape. There's only movements when they obviously change position or they're walking back or forward or they're running. Obviously there's movement stuff like that, but for the most part, the cuts are light. And they're only there to like exaggerate a hit when they zoom in and do stuff like that. Now, that alley scene, it shows our characters willing to struggle, like mentally, physically, everything to get to his goal, right? And that is my favorite thing about that fight scene is that he's not winning most of the time. You know, sometimes he's yeah, on he's the floor exactly. getting his shit beat out of and yeah, he gets realistic. stabbed and shit. Yeah. And, um, and just the progression of it because it goes to like a couple guys and they're just going back and forth. Then it's like more dudes come in with weapons and it's, it just progressively, uh, progressively gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's filled with emotion. And there's moments where they're stopping, they're out of breath, and they're just like taking a moment. I love that part. And that is an expert fight scene. And the best part, what makes it all the little ribbon on top is when the elevator opens. Then you change the perspective from the elevator opening and you see the main character with all the people behind him. Yeah. And then it takes a quick cut to his perspective, looking at the people in the elevator. I and remember just like, that. I remember Holy that. shit. <laughs> and then quick cut, everybody falls on the elevator. They're all basically knocked out or dead. I remember. I definitely remember and that. And that, that was, when I saw that, I knew this movie was fucking awesome. I, when the whole like suspense of it was coming up and there was like one fight scene previously, it was like, all right, this is, you know, still a good movie. It's enjoyable. But then when that happened, I was like masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, you could tell the guy was a fan of like of um, martial arts films. Yes. Which I wonder if he actually was. But either way. Ooh. Yes. Um, but That's I'm... why I bring up the fight, the fight scene, because remember that particular scene is very important. And like yeah. and and you mentioned the whole like, you know, like showing the whole scene rather than quick cuts and this and that. And I think that's. I'm sure you'll agree with me. It's a whole argument um, with film in general in the past, I don't know, 10, 20 years, where e- e- even down to sitcoms, it's it's um, 
multiple shots people you know there's less acting there's they're just more just like quick little shots movements here and yeah, there yeah. you know I would say it really, on my opinion on that, it just really depends on what you're filming and what you're doing, right? Because quick cuts could work for like car chase scenes, for instance. Like True. look at Baby Driver. That's a great like whole filmography or cinematography. How was like, Baby Driver? You never seen Baby Driver? It's, uh, I believe, Edgar Wright, one of his films. The same director dude um, who did uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, cool. He did this movie called Baby Driver. Never heard of it. You would really like it. Like, you should see it. It's very music-oriented, and everything is on beat. Like, everything. Like, the whole movie starts with, like, a standard time phrase. And it just stays like that throughout the movie. Like, in little bits, whether it's, like, they're tinkering with stuff or they're actually listening to music, so they're driving with the beat and everything. Yeah. And, um... In that case, you know, quick cuts work and stuff like that. But you could also argue, right, what you said about doing not so many quick takes would look pretty cool. And my argument for myself, I guess, would be a movie called Extraction that came out and um, that released on Netflix with um, Thor, the, the guy who plays Thor. In the, do you know him? Yeah. Okay, uh, I don't. I forgot his name. I don't but, know his name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in this movie. He plays like an ex, like Australian special forces, and he's like literally extracting a kid out of like a a danger hot zone. Right now, the guy who directed the movie, I believe, he himself was a stunt man. Right. So when they got down to the car chase scenes, Chris he was, Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, yes. When they got down to the car chase scene in that movie, one of the biggest things is that. There's hardly, I think there's not even a cut during that. It's literally the director who like jumps in the car and then like sits in the, uh, the back seat or something with like a handheld camera, just doing all the movements right Holy there. Shit. And there's scenes where he needed to like jump out of the window, like jump out of the car window and then like, you know, film like a transition or something. That's crazy. And th in that sense, like that was an okay movie. But when that car scene went down and they did this really cool trick with the back windshield, um, I was like, this is this is a good fucking movie right here just for this driving scene. And it's the it kind of relates to, you know, what you said that, you know, sometimes it's just better to have those like just steady, not so much cuts, you know, and it just and again, it just depends on what you're filming. But, like, it also depends on the mood and everything else. True, yeah. But if I had to pick, if you had a, if there was a gun up to my head and you were like, no, you pick one, bitch. I'm going to say I would much rather do long cuts because I just like smooth stuff. I just like smooth transitions. I like smooth music. <laughs> so I like things to be nice and smooth rather than static and quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so it, with the manga, um, I feel like... There is an element of film there because um, oh, yes. the artist um, Nobuaki Minagishi, he um, it felt like he was taking photos of, of, of Tokyo and just like drawing these photos. It's beautiful, be beautiful shots. You, you feel Shibuya, you feel everything. And it's just like he has all the detail. It's not super, super detailed, but it's just detail enough to feel like you're there. Yeah. And it's just these beautiful shots. It, it felt like I, I was watching a film.
yeah, in I, that sense. I do read manga and there are like, and I, do, I like film more than I like manga, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I would much rather watch like a decent, like a good movie or something I got or you. a funny series or something, you know? But um, when I look at it like through solely through like just like the picture, maybe a photographer type of sense, like there are manga out there that are really fucking good looking. For a weird thing, weird thing I find is that there's manga that gives the sense of movement. You know, it's all still in everything, but like there's some pictures or some scenery stuff that they do that like you could like, it's almost like a, you can imagine the movement. Know? right it's like there essentially absolutely know? but um what i wanted to say is that one of my favorite artists in manga um the style that i think you you just said a little bit ago where he like essentially took photos of parts of tokyo and then just like literally drew over it or something yeah to really give it that lived in and real feeling and that manga's gats and it's not just taking photos. You got to take good photos. Yeah, yeah. Anyone can take photos of Tokyo. You but know? you see that Gats, right? That manga? Oh, Gantz? Gantz. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Because there's certain frames in that where it's legit just a photo. Mm-hmm. And then they just, he just like draws over it or does some other shit with it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Gantz was also um, done digitally as well. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, at the, so at, that at, makes sense. I think by that time, they were already doing stuff on the computer. Okay. For like touching up. Still look great. Don't get me wrong. No, it's, no, yeah. Still a lot of skill. Yeah. But you see how clean it is versus like something a, a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I do like the older stuff of manga because it the does have its own like the shading is so yeah. good like it's the, a shading like, yeah. like the way he uses the shading is amazing it's 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 not just to make it look realistic or anything like that but also just since the, the whole time it's it's this psychological thriller like the, this guy is kind of like going into the depths of his mind to remember the past and this and that and there's a lot of like uncertainty there's a, a lot of um fear and center, uh, uncertainty and doubt fud yeah and you definitely feel it with like the way he portrays some of the shots with the shading and everything it looks freaking awesome. That's cool. That's cool. I imagine like for in the movie, like they looked at like the manga for maybe outfits and stuff because I think they both wear like a suit yeah. of some kind. You know? Absolutely. They both look cool as fuck. Yeah. Like I seen the main character in the manga, you know, they're, they're cool guys, you know, it, they're put in extreme ex, ex, uh, situations, but they like kind of like, exude coolness except with the film at the end yeah. that shit ain't cool <laughs> that shit not cool he didn't know he didn't know he did all that <laughs> i do have to give one criticism though it's okay so the, the guy spends 10 um to 10 years doing nothing but eating chinese food and working out and then after he gets out all he does is drink uh, yeah yeah he's still buff as fuck but he yeah, just drinks drinks, drinks that's drinks. the first thing man and plays um mahjong that's all he does in the manga yeah oh he's, man he's actually uh, really good at it okay cool that that's that's pretty surprising i didn't know that holy shit i think they might have like like try to share that thing you know because and right he after he's too. released he goes into the bar but remember it's the bar with his fucking daughter in it so it's like ah you gave it away battery just died uh okay. or something happened you want to switch off of the theater battery uh yeah let's do that all right cut cut all right we got a good flow going
not, then let's just do it. Let's just wrap it up. Wrap it up. Don't you see the button, bitch? Wrap it Don't up. <laughs> and John just called like eight minutes ago. Saying, oh, let's jam or something. And yeah, I'm getting a lot of pops on, on your mic. I wish I had a pop filter for it. I gotta buy that shit. Yeah, it's already too late, but if anything, aim up a little bit or just, yeah, no, it's fine. Right here? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, is that, is that still recording? Yeah. Okay. Remember do the, for you do this when okay. we start, I'm just going to hit record. All right. So three, oh, what were we just talking about? I don't remember. Whatever. Um, okay. okay. Just go. Right. Three, two, one. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately I spent. I forgot to uh, charge the GoPros yesterday, so we're going to have to um, uh, cut yeah. this early. Yeah, technical difficulties. But what else but did you want to talk about as as we um, wrap up this episode? So the last thing I want to talk about, um, in the realm of old boy, I just want to quickly relate it to the Spike Lee film. Okay, yeah, I and have not seen that one. Just mention that that is everything wrong with a remake. Uh. <laughs> because let me tell you, I think Spike Lee just didn't, get the movie right because the acting is great like josh brolin um there's also like a south african um actor there he's really famous he plays like the um the dude who's trying to set up the main character yeah. um they're, they're all great actors nothing on the actors just that let me give you an instance they do like the same type of fight scene right mm -hmm. the, the big one we just talked about the big alley one he misinterprets it like completely. First of all, it does have some quick cuts, has some zoom in parts, you know what I mean? So it's not like one big take. The main character is like more of a badass than anything. So he's hardly getting hit. He's like taking out dudes left and right like they're no fucking problem, right? And the, the, the shitty bow on top of it in the Spike Lee version is at the very end of the whole fighting, then someone stabs him in the knife, uh, with an, uh, in the back with a knife. Mm. And then just literally runs off scene. And then Josh Brolin's like, ow, you know, like that hurts. While in, well, compare it to the other film, he gets that injury during the fight. Interesting. And it's like supposed to show he's struggling, you know, yeah. and he got his shit beat down. He was on the floor at one point. Josh Brolin was not at the floor at, at all. He was essentially another Neo. Gotcha. Yeah. And just from that just shows that it was not, I'm not saying Spike Lee, he's amazing director. He is the best in my opinion. Like he's the, he's up there definitely. But just this small instance, it was not good. It was not enjoyable to watch. As an audience person, I didn't like it. And if I had to pick which one to watch, I would always choose the old boy, the, the Korean film. 
Gotcha. Yeah, that's pretty much how I want to wrap it up. By shitting on Spike Lee. <laughs> shitting on Spike Lee. <laughs> no. Well, you no, know, he had a different no. view from you. Yeah, he yeah, that's true. You know, he's actually up there and he probably you know, there is more a little bit more like standard character building in the film, like uh, the Spike Lee one. But was it, the was the ending the same? Um I believe so. Yeah. It was essentially the same, but like I do like how they ended it. You know, one was more like intense and fucking brutal, which was, you know, the Korean film. And this one was kind of like, it wasn't as intense. It was like more big. It was like bigger, I guess. Like, mm. like, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. It wasn't as good as the old one, obviously, wow. but it had its own beauty to it. Essentially, That came out almost 10 years ago. Holy Which shit. one? Old boy? Yeah, the the, the Which last one? one. Yeah, the Spike Lee one. The Spike Lee one? Yeah. yeah. That's nuts. He's, yeah, he saw the film. was like, I like this film. I want to do it. You know? Well, someone else, um, someone else wrote the script. Oh, Mark, someone else wrote the script? All right. Mark Protosevic. Okay. Oh, he's the guy who did the screenplay for um, Poseidon and I Am Legend. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. see what you're saying. Very big. I Am Legend was a very big film. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, at the <laughs> end, it's a very, like, big reveal, essentially. While, like, the Korean film, it's, like, more of, like... It hits you, like, out just, of left field. Just like, God, oh, yeah. You're the? like, what the fuck? Dude, what, when, when that first ending hit, it was like, what the fuck? You know, it was the rarest opportunity i had where i was actually surprised because like yeah. a lot of movies i like to try to predict what's going to happen imagine that's like the whole point right but this was truly like a turnaround and i was like i wanted to like clap for this movie if i was in a the theater i would be like yes <laughs> yes perfection <laughs> i don't remember if the manga ends the same way i don't think so i don't think so I, I'm, I'm on the last volume right now but i'm pretty sure it doesn't end like that yeah i'm pretty sure it doesn't but it's also completely different Com yeah it's yeah something no, with it's his classmate and he's just like he's been setting this up for like years and it's just yeah i feel like some demented dude who's like super smart but at the same time he's so bored it's it's, it's this interesting like it's this interesting um commentary on society like we've become so some people have become so bored of with life that they're reaching out through these like crazy um schemes just to like feel something anymore like yeah. this, this is someone who has all the money in the world who has uh, obtained everything yet he still has no meaning to his life he, he has to find this one guy who slighted him in the third grade and like you know for him it, it means something it's 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 crazy yeah, it's totally yeah and in the film like, it does touch on that a little bit where this guy has attained everything, but it's more of a malicious, like, vengeful. So it's more drama, more thriller with it. Not that I'm saying the other one doesn't have that essence. I feel like if you had to compare the two, one's more like, like, almost like a noir film. Or like the manga, I would say, is more like a noir. Yes, stuff. absolutely. Well, the other one is more of like a drama and fucking yes. character-fucking-driven <laughs> story. You absolutely. Know? And um, on that note... Old boy's awesome. Read it, watch it, do all that fucking shit. So, how do you want to end it today? Um, you have anything you want to rant about? No, no, I already did my rant. Uh, on World of Warcraft. On World of Warcraft. <laughs> yes, that'll be posted. So we're gonna try to start doing uh more film. 
Marcus, as you could tell, is really into film, so it takes about yes. an hour for him to set everything up yes. and blah, blah, blah. I like to set it up. It's a lot of fun, though. Um, we, we actually spent like the last week. Um, I have a house free right now, and um, we just had the drum set here. We had everything set up, the mics for the amps and yes. everything. And Marcus is usually drumming there with, with us, but the whole time he's with the camera and just like... Yes, I was filming everything. this time. Yeah, I had more fun filming us jamming and stuff. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be uploading some cool stuff just for fun. Just to yeah, like just for fun. Our add jams more content. and stuff. And you know what? I had an idea. Like we can actually like pick select scenes and then like you can um, do commentary over it. This is why he's a smart one. There you go. That's why he's smart. Well, this is Smart Chimp signing out. Smart Chimp. <laughs> and this is Just Marcus. And Just Marcus. All right. Y'all have a good night. See ya. Have a good one. Bye.